Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Mo? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, Mel? Yes, West Coast Wednesdays in the house. Um, welcome back to Girl Chat Sports with Mo and Mel. We are thanking you for joining in with us. And for those joining later, please feel free to share the show. Subscribe to our YouTube at Girl Chat Sports. Join our group on Facebook and uh, follow us on all social media. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. It's all free to do. Too. So why can't you? Why don't you? I mean, give us an early Christmas present. How about that? Uh, hey, that. we've got a good show. Uh, we've got some football stuff going on. You know, I think both of us had a not so great week in football, including fantasy. Um, we got some hot topics. We got some Hugadores that are going crazy out there. And we also got a special guest jumping on shortly in regards to the XFL, which for those here in Vegas know, this is uh, a new home for the Las Vegas Vipers. So we'll get uh, some veteran information on the XFL because these guys, uh, you know, our, our guest has been covering it for a long time now through the many different ownerships, I guess you could say. Uh, but let's get into some hot topics real quick. I couldn't even, I didn't want to get a picture of this because I just wanted to just acknowledge the fact that there was a, another, uh, I would still consider it a mass shooting over at Virginia, uh, University of Virginia. Uh, one of the ex-football players, and I believe a still a current student, had shot and killed three of the Virginia players there um, after they were coming back from a campus field trip on that Sunday following um, following that field trip when they were returning home from it, two others were injured. Um, listen, when I read the, not that, that, that story isn't bad enough already. I read the article and it mentioned like how there's been over 600 mass shootings in the United States just in this year, this year, over 600 shootings. It's just, it's tragic. It's ridiculous. And, um, you know, the kid, uh, and it, he's a kid. I mean, I think they were juniors. Most of them were juniors. So um, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. is the person that had shot these other three players who we give our condolences to family, to the school. The school actually is canceling their football game this Saturday. And the rest of the ACC is going to be wearing the decals um, of University of Virginia on their helmets and had taking a moment of silence. But there needs to be, I mean, why is happening where we can't do more. This kid had been already been under suspicion for having a gun on campus back in September. He had had a misdemeanor for a concealed weapons back in February, 2021. <clears throat> I, I just, I can't. It's a lot. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, I know there's nothing to say. I just need to I make mean, a point of it. I don't know what you want to say, really. Like, I don't know what else I, to say. I'm not looking at you to say something. It's more so I just need to acknowledge that this bullshit I mean, is happening happened. out here. And, and, and again, it's like, this is adding to my black trauma, and it's another unnecessary situation. I mean, I, I'm going through this. I'm going through what happened to Shaquille Williams in Cabo San Luis. Yeah. I mean, it's too much. It's too much. And the that's sad thing other, about it yeah. is it's our, it's our own, uh, my own, that's doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's adding more to the trauma. So... It's very unfortunate. It's very heartbreaking. I mean, I mean, there's days I just want to cry about this stuff because it's just too much. It really yeah, her is. Story and I don't know. In Mexico I don't know what the too. it's. I don't know what the issue is as far as motive and all of that. And I saw on CNN they had interviewed the dad. The dad said that son was acting a little weird, but kind of didn't seem very empath. I don't know. It, I don't. 
it's crazy i had read that like in high school he was like a key club president and had like a really you know didn't seem to be too off or odd in high school and so there was mention that there was a a hazing incident that happened at the school whether that was the reason why he no longer played for the football team i don't know i mean i saw a post from a student that was talking about going uh he he posted on his twitter uh engaging people to leave blood on the floor do all this kind of stuff it was another student so I don't know if it's motivated. Same thing with the uh, University of Virginia. Like it was another related. I, I don't know if it's related. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that three young men that had promising futures seem to have talent, seem to have very good um, interest in college aside from sports. Um, yes. Their lives got taken shortly. They got their lives got taken sh- very shortly. And uh, it, it's just devastating. It's terrible. That's and, all I can um, say. It's just devastating. Yeah. And like you said, condolences to the families. Condolences. But I'm, I'm just sick of the trauma. I really am. Can't take <sighs> it anymore. It's too much. It's a lot. All right. We'll move on. Um, there's another interesting topic that I had to bring up because at first when I read, when I saw the headline, I was thinking com- something completely different. So I don't know if everybody's heard about it, but um, Broncos linebacker, Um, Aaron Patrick is filing a lawsuit against SoFi Stadium. So when I saw the original article, I was like, oh, well, you know, we just saw that Cooper Cup has got injured at SoFi. I remember DK Metcalf got injured at SoFi. There was a Chargers, I think, cornerback that got injured at SoFi. Like, There's been a lot of injuries that's happened within the stadium. And so I thought this was one of those that was happened like on the field type injuries. Come to find out, uh, TMZ had found the lawsuit which say say that he was um, suing for damages, including lost bonuses and for and future earning potential, but that really he is suing the Matt company as well as ESPN, the Chargers, the NFL, et cetera, because the Matt company, what happened is apparently he's completely off the field in this picture. I guess he had attempted to make a tackle on a punt return during Monday Night Football back in October. He avoided some NFL official that was there by one of the monitoring TVs. And he stepped on these mats that were covering the NFL's instant replay monitors and their cords. And that's where he said he bent his knee bad where the ACL tear happened. And now, of course, we all know he's out for the season. (laughs) I just... I say file I, it, it if that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it threw me for a loop though, because I was I was I was assuming it was one of those on-field injuries that we've heard about most of the season about SoFi. You know, I think his attorney even mentioned that SoFi was built with five billion dollars. And how do they have these hundred dollar restaurant mats inside to help cover up cables and stuff for the for the television stations and whatnot? Hey. Yeah, he lost the rest of his season and probably his bonuses and whatever else. And hopefully he comes back and can play just as good as he was. He was having a good season. So it's disappointing. But yeah, that one threw me for a loop. I still am. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot. I feel like uh, a lawsuit, brother. Not a lawsuit. Keep it going. Man, I'm sure there's probably other people that will join in on it. Maybe not for that one. That one was against the, they actually named the mat company, I guess, too. I mean, that's what so. you you have to go to the source. Yeah. I mean, why are those mats down there? And then you look at, you know. And they're like, why are they the, these cheap? Why don't you have more? Why don't you have a better product out there to cover these cords? I don't think they whatnot. were expecting anybody to fall on that thing either, but it happens. Yeah, well, so it's the there field. we are. I mean, that's there what they it are. is. Yeah. 
Um, okay, Hugadoris. So one of your Dodgers, former Dodgers, Mr. Yasiel Puig, Puig whatever. Um, he pled guilty to placing bets through an illegal enterprise. So there was a guy uh, named Wayne Nix who had about like a 20-year illegal sports gambling business. Yasiel had accumulated almost $300,000 in losses through his website, paid it back 200 and then made an additional 900 bets on numerous sporting events. It wasn't clear if he bet on baseball, but he was betting on all professional sports, it sounded like, maybe not baseball. But now he's facing up to five years in prison, and he has to pay a fine of $55,000. Okay. Now, I know this is prior to fan duels and we know all the you know places where you can bet but illegal i mean is that what you should be doing when you making like 500 million over your lifetime of your career i don't know i just (laughs) you got a lot to say i don't really have much to say but please go please and the thing of it is is you're stupid at the end of the day, this is stupid. I mean, and the funny thing, I'm sure that he didn't even come up in the conversation until this guy that owned the that owned it had you know got into trouble and got arrested and um you know for. Being well, they got he's not in the league. They got he's not in the majors. They got he's not on the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, exactly. you're being stupid, yourself. <laughs> It's an immature thing. That you do immature stuff. You play these stupid games. You, you get win, stupid you consequences. You win Cracker Jack prizes. So yeah. this is what it is. Oh, my gosh. It really... It just, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, you're just being stupid, like, at this point. Very. So now you got to serve right. time. Now you got to do a nickel. <laughs> All right. All right. So I don't even know why... And I, You sent this to me, but I don't even know why Antonio posts this. So apparently... Um, uh, Antonio Brown posted a text that he received from Tom Brady back in May of 2021. Basically telling him that he's just demonstrating very poor decisions, poor communication. Many people have gone above and beyond to help him. He's acting like a selfish, and unfortunately, many of those people are exhausted by their erratic and unpredictable emotional behavior. When I met you, you were humble, willing to learn, and anxious to improve things in your life in a short period of time. You have done those things and accomplished some great things, and very much in the path to success long term. Unfortunately, you have reverted very much back to a young, immature man that is selfish, self-serving, irrational, and irresponsible. I, for one, am disappointed in many behaviors over the past few months. You have seemed to have a lot that a lost that humility and that APG. You have gone from hanging around good quality people that have genuine interest in seeing you succeed to seeing others whose lives are erratic, out of control, leading you down a negative path. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Shut up. Because you were the main one that took this man on when he was pulling these shenanigans and he pulled it with the Raiders. You pulled it with his wife. You pulled it with all these things. And you thought with your ego that you could change this man and be who he is. So shut up. You should have known better. Well, why is he sending it in May? Why weren't you sending that during the season when he was throwing up? This was like, come on, cut the cap, okay? And not only was he (laughs) posting this tweet, he was also posting a tweet from Big Ben. Seems to me that AB has a lot of receipts and he keeps a lot of old text messages. Sadly, I had to get rid of all my old text messages because my phone memory was starting to get full. His memory (laughs) seems to be endless. So he is posting not only that text message, but he's also posting one from Big Ben back in the day, praising from Big Ben. He was posting posting all his little old retro text. But shut up, Tom Brady. Shut up. Because you knew (laughs) who he was and what was going on. So I don't even want to hear that. You knew what type of man he was. You thought 
because you're Tom Brady, that you could do something with him and control the clown and put him back in his little box. No, he he clowns you. He clowns you. He clowned the Bucks organization. And he has just moved on. And now he's posting little receipts of how you just kind of thought you was laying into him and trying to sun him. And it didn't work. Yeah, that would that would be the case. And I don't even I, I don't know what caused him to bring that out. Like, what was the you know, was it because Tom's finally having a, a two week, a two win season, his post divorce winning. Is I mean, this, 2-0. Is old, like, this is old text message from last year. Okay. So right. But why did he decide to, to post it now? He's just trying I mean, to. He just be, it's Antonio Brown. Why does he do the things he does? <laughs> There's no answers to these questions. The man was trending on Twitter. Who got Doris I, was why he was I was wondering why he was trending. I opened it up and there we have it. Receipts from messages from Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to play Gruden when Gruden was on the phone with him on speaker and was playing games with him. I mean, Tom's seen all of this, so be quiet. Like, what did you think you were going to do? I I don't know. I don't know what he thought he was going to do. But on that topic of Tom He was bored. He posted old, antiquated. I guess maybe his memory is full. He wanted to delete (laughs) stuff. But before he did, he thought he'd post some text messages. I don't know. I just just don't get it. We don't don't know know. what this guy does. And if we understand him, we'll be insane. So let's not understand it, okay? Okay. Because then we're rationalizing his his differences. I know. Because he's just crazy. He is a crazy player. He cannot. It's a lot. Why would you try to figure that out? That's going to make you crazy. I say that to people all the time. I don't want to turn okay. crazy. I know. All right. So our last two Godoras this uh, week. <laughs> now, this is just plain old disgusting and wrong. So I don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's Ilfer, I think. Ilfer. Yes, yeah, I saw Atifi. that. So he got suspended today by the Nevada State Athletic Commission for three months. And I'm like, huh, what did he do? Because, of course, I need to find who Godoras for the show. Well, Apparently, the Nevada State Athletic Commission has a precedent to discipline fighters who compete injured or ill, but do not disclose their health ailments. Apparently, Mm. when he decided to, when he fought October 1st here in Las Vegas and he won, he um, beat Alec, you look at UFC fighters are harder than some WNBA players. Uh, Alexi, I guess Alexi Olenek. Um, He revealed that post-fight he was... um, dealing with a staph infection Mm. a staph infection that's Mm. just nasty as you may know staph infections are deemed contagious and potentially Mm -hmm. a health hazard for of course your opponent who you're in a fight with in a ring as well as anybody who came in contact with him over the course of the fight or the preparation for the fight so yeah (laughs) crazy a staph infection like i just i'm sorry that just you seem to be very well. uh reactive to all of this hugadoras locus so just... <laughs> it was a lot it the world lot. we're in the world we're in hey so we're gonna get into some las vegas sports and since we were just talking about the ufc i also want to bring in um i want to bring in our guests so yeah. please welcome to the show mr arlington a train lane who has his mic muted so please unmute your mic welcome arlington uh a train so um arlington hosts uh a oh, podcast the, called uh, yeah the mm-hmm. x fan show podcast show, him yeah, and his comes. co-host mm-hmm. and i forgot that you were coming in town and of course you had prepped me a couple times which is okay but arlington is here in las vegas he actually um the show that the the, the x fan show did a little tell us about what you you and your co-host are doing out here. 
So we uh, got a chance to uh, go a bit to the uh, the XFL draft is at the UFC Apex Center in Enterprise and uh, kind of did just some a uh, little spot uh, analysis and did some uh, uh, coverage of the XFL draft. Of course, listen, they're not. It was like, well, we're not allowing fans come in anyway. You know, they're very, they're, they're very. Yeah, tight. there was no fans. There was no fans. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there weren't any players either. So, you know, they were. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, when they did their draft, they were closed in, you know, um, it looked like I'm just saying it. This is just pure speculation. Uh, it looked like they were doing like a production of sorts with the draft, and they're going to put it in a. Um, it looks like it's going to be uh, maybe a televised event or something going to go online because uh, there was some presentations looking like from Danny Garcia and of course Dwayne Johnson, the uh, co-owners of uh, the XFL. So it was a pretty good experience uh, to be there, even though it was cold and. You know, I'm not used. I'm not used to Vegas being. Uh, well, this yeah, I've seen some of your videos. And I was like, wait, they're outside. Like, do we need to bring them hot cocoa, Mo? Like, I ain't know. You know, the temperature even for me to, at the, living here, we're used to a little bit of wind and the colder temperatures in November. But just to be sitting outside, you know, to be outside with your, you guys were tailgating basically at that point, <clears throat> which which was crazy. I just. Um, yeah. So, Arlen, so do me a favor and explain to the audience too what the XFL is, um, because we have listeners out there that may not know what we are speaking. We could be speaking um, Japanese at this point. I just want <laughs> to clarify and the new announcement of why you, Vegas, yes. of all things. So, the XFL is the third iteration of league that was co uh, was founded by Vince McMahon. Uh, then um, the the XFL went bankrupt in 2020. And Danny Garcia and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm -hmm. they, along with Redbird Capital, bought the XFL, which was like a spring. It's a spring football league, uh, 10 week season. And uh, where you get people that don't really get an opportunity in the NFL uh, to play. Uh, and they're playing in the XFL. Uh, of course, 2020, it happened. And then it went to. Um, because uh, COVID came and, and it wiped out the season. And so now uh, coming up in 2023, February 18th, uh, they'll be bringing back this uh, uh, this league again. And they said they want to try it again and make sure they do it right uh, compared to the last couple of times, of course, in 2001. And, of course, the COVID season in 2020. Right. So uh, The Rock now is trying to bring in uh, younger talent and those that do not get looked at by the NFL and give them a shot in the XFL. As a matter of fact, they did get a partnership with the NFL. So that's uh, a good look. Well, for and as we know, too, I think there was like two quarterbacks this season in the right. NFL that had played in the XFL. Yeah. I'm sure as more that I'm sure there's been more, but did the, I know there was the two starting quarterbacks that had spent time in the XFL. So it's good to know that that's a partnership that they've made now. Let me play it first before I start. Let me play. There was a short video I got of Danny Garcia, who is the chairwoman of the XFL. And shout out to her real quick. She's not our girl power, but I do want to give her some special accreditation because she has the very first uh, professional football, I guess, ball 
um, by a that is signed by a woman. So there's been no other woman or that has had a professional football league ball. So she's the first female to have a signature on that's the great. professional league's ball, which is dope. That is, I think that's really amazing. Great. Yeah, it's really amazing. So here's a, a quick clip uh, of her. Our league is a league of vision. And we are here to unleash the dreams that football makes possible. And it's starting today, which we are absolutely excited about. Our athletes, our players are elite players, and they will have something to prove. And we will be behind them, investing them so they can prove it on the field. And we will have dynamic play. We will have play that matters. We will be engaging our fans. We will be entertaining them. Here's one quick one. So the yesterday there was, I guess, like an actual. They didn't have the, the draft started today, right? Is that today or did it start the, yesterday? Yeah, the actual draft started today, but yesterday they did what was known as like a quarterback selection show, where right. they picked up uh all, picked up a couple of quarterbacks to their to their rosters. Got you. So I know today I don't think the Rock or Dwayne Johnson was around the entire draft, but I know there was a this was the first draft by the Vipers. The selection of the skill position in the XFL draft, the Las Vegas Vipers select. Martavis Bryant, wide receiver, Clemson. Yeah, it seems kind of like a Emmy Award show during COVID. <laughs> yeah, the claps were quiet. The claps yeah, were quiet, see? but they were there. I'm like, hmm, okay. Very okay, intimate yeah. kind of situation. Very. Mm-hmm. You can't have two people getting close yeah. to the rock, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, he's hey, got to protect gotta his, he's gotta himself, too. It's true girl power because Danny Garcia, is, like stated, is the first woman to own an entire sports league that is transcending yeah. over anything that uh, women have done in sports. Not saying that what they have done in sports is a bad thing, but that's at pretty much the highest level you can get when you own an entire sports league. You know, not not commissioner, not president, general yeah. manager. No, she owns the entire league. Yeah. And so she has she has been the face, you know, and quiet is kept. Dwayne is trying to remove himself and let Danny do her her duty as being that because it's historic all by itself. And that's something that is special. And another reason why I believe that the XFL can work. And That's the other question for, we have. Is so, what's different about this go round than previous go rounds that you believe the XFL will work? So, if it wasn't for COVID, we would be in the getting towards the fourth season of this iteration of the XFL. If COVID never happened, twenty twenty would have been a season. Twenty one would have potentially been a season. Twenty two would have been this year would have been a season. Then twenty three could have been a season. And so, with that. You're looking at uh, you're looking at a new ownership, a new look, because if you saw before they had the color balls and stuff, they were being very colorful. But they were trying to be Americanized because politically, because I got to be honest, it was a political thing. The XFL in 2020 was a true political thing, but it was good. The football was overshadowing that. Mm. So. This iteration, they want to keep the game. They want all of what you had in 2020 and put that in 2023. Just now, it's a different ownership. And um, that's pretty much 
where we are right now, you're going to get majority of the rules like in 2020, one foot. Uh, you're going to get the one point, two point, three point opportunities. You'll get potentially at a double forward pass. Uh, you also uh, get a chance uh, with the kickoff. The kickoff was one of the yeah. great things of XFL 2020, where you once that. the ball was you stayed until it was mm -hmm. touched. Right. Then you move. It still brought an exciting uh, chance at um, potentially going because what they were trying to do was the kickoffs is making sure that there was an opportunity where they got a chance to run, you know. And quiet as kept, the Battle Hawks was the first group to actually score a touchdown with that new kickoff in 2020. Um, and they want to keep that exciting play going on for coming up in 2023. So being that you've been all in the mix of the XFL, you and your coaster out here in Las Vegas, kind of getting all the messaging from people that are, you know, tuning into the draft. Cause there are some diehard <laughs> XFL fans out there um, that are really tuning in to what's happening with this draft. Have you heard anything yet as to where the Las Vegas Vipers are planning to play? I think we're all a little interested here as to where this could happen. Yeah, this that's what I was wondering too. I mean, it's not arena, so you can't put them down in the small arena like Dollar right. Loan Center, like the like the arena team is, the Battle Hawks, I believe it is. Right. Uh, I don't think I think Cashman is basically um, a grave site, and I don't think anything should be happening there unless it's like a monster truck show. Of course, you still have Allegiant Stadium, but I'm sure there'll probably be concerts and whatnot. I don't know. I'm curious to know if there's been any any buzz on where Vegas is playing. You're smirking, and I, I feel like there's something. I have to say this. I have to say this. I know something. I just can't say it. Okay. I figured you were smirking like that. It was a reason, like you were going to not tell us. I know something, but I can't say anything about it. Okay. But here's my thing. I was rooting for, before I found out later on that it closed, I was rooting for Sam Boyd again. I know that is not the best shape, but I'm like, you have a viable venue. But, right. of course, there have been some things with UNLV, Mark Davis, the Raiders, and it's like, no, we can't do that. So when is, when is the XFL season? Because I did hear one thing, and I don't know if this is what you've heard, but I heard, Mo, that they were looking at possibly playing at the Las Vegas ballpark and turning that ballpark into like a football field for, you know, we saw the Pro Bowl had their event there and made it into some kind of, you know, makeshift football field. But I'm wondering, like, when does the XFL season end versus when does the Aviator season start out here? Do you know how long the XFL season is? Is like a couple months, yeah. three months? It's 10 weeks, right? So it's 10 it's, weeks. It's, and then There's going to be a total of 12 weeks. Oh, 12 10 weeks. Week okay. regular, it's 10-week regular season with no no breaks. And then you'll have gotcha. the playoff week, uh, the East, the faced off against the West. And then you have the championship game the following week. So mm. um, around that time period, it shouldn't it shouldn't uh, go against the grain for that uh, if if they potentially play with the Aviators uh -huh. or whatnot. If not, they'll just probably look at uh, moving to another venue like the United States Football League did when uh, they couldn't do it in Birmingham because of the World Games. So they moved it to Canton, Ohio, to play the 
the championship game. So, I mean, it's always a possibility of yeah. playing at a different venue. So, I mean, I, I think, think it's a good look because the Las Vegas ballpark doesn't really get a lot of action outside the season. No, they don't really right have now, like during on. the holidays, they have like their big holiday display thing that's there usually from like November through Christmas and the holidays. But other than that, not a lot happens at Las Vegas ballpark. So, except for the occasional like bring your kids to a movie night that happens when it starts getting warm again. So, I think that'd be great. It'd be a great use of space. Um, it'd be close to me, so I could actually, I'd be more willing to go see games there. So, uh, hey, well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for that. <laughs> and, and just think about it, ladies, that you're going to have in 2023, you're going to have some form of football every single month of the year. That's what's the crazy thing about it. With the XFL and then with the USFL, every single month is going to have some football. Uh, you got to think about NFL and college football too. That's amazing. You have I mean, it's going to feed the football junkies for sure. Oh yes, and it's that's what them. they're going for. They yeah. want to make sure they feed the football junkie. Donnell said, "Cashman, yeah. maybe I was thinking yeah. about that too with the lights, but with the light season, I don't know how that's with the light work season. Either. Well, you know, because they don't even halfway be here during the season. They anyway. don't. They have been they based don't. out of LA the last season. Right, I don't know, that's but a good one too. That, on. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but it still looks like a baseball field. I don't know. I don't know. That was that was my Cashman pick. May not, I don't know. That really. was my wherever pick. you go between Cashman and Boyd needs money. They need to <laughs> fix up whatever it takes for that. If oh, Grant has the capital to do that, it's going to need more than a field. Boy group or boy gaming, they still own it. They can partner with them to get it working. And that don't let them bugs come out at night at Cashman because they're I mean, bugs. That's what I'm saying. I don't, know. I don't even know how that venue would set up for that. Really, I, I would look more at the baseball park because it's newer and the the seats and yeah. the capacity for the refreshments fans to are come. better. Yeah, you know, yeah, parking. Plus the capacity, you got a better capacity of fans to come as opposed to. Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but the reason wouldn't have been bad. But of course, Mark yeah. wants money. So yeah. <laughs> he yeah. wants money. If you don't give him money, well, maybe he could get money. a winning team in there. I mean, right. I mean, I listen, <laughs> what they were able to what they were able to draft in day one, getting Martavis Bryant. The question is going to become, is he ready? Is he does he want to play? And being in the the last two seasons, he had tried, you know, in the CFL, didn't quite work out for him. And so now it's going to be, hey man, if I'm his, if I'm his agent, I'm looking at him like, this is it, brother. It's either you take this opportunity mm-hmm. or that's it. You're not yeah. gonna get another one. And the other one was um was Vic Beasley, the former Pro Bowler from the, the Atlanta Falcons. That was wow. a big surprise pick by the Vegas Vipers. And okay. head coach Rod Woodson, which I got a chance to meet, by the way. He's a good guy. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, nice. and um, that is that is special. You know, like, he's a defensive-minded guy, and I really do believe that's what's going to be the key to the Vipers is their defense. And don't get me wrong, uh, quarterbacks – uh, with Luis Perez and Juwan McClendon, they are Luis Perez in particular, who's had some NFL experience. You're getting a guy that has been around in alternative football, so he knows the he knows what to do. The system, yeah, and mm-hmm. he can be a legitimate quarterback for the Vipers if they choose to play him. But the other thing is the diversity in the league. That's what I'm impressed about. 
you're seeing more HBCU players being involved. So when they did their HBCU showcase back in the summer, when Deion Sanders was there, yeah. that was the point is getting opportunities yeah. for guys that don't get looked at. Right. And can't go to the pro, pro level because they're right. not getting looked at. Or need that need that camera on them during one of these games to get to that next step. You know, this you well, know, they just gotta come out and see them. That's especially the in and seasons like this when turns. injuries yeah. are happening left and right. right. Like you gotta start picking up other people and they should have been scouting anyway with all yeah. these injuries in the NFL any doggone yeah. way, but that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> but it, I, but gonna, I do like the door opening for like. this and what you're saying, sure. uh, Arlington, as far as a segue for it. That's a good look, you know what I mean? Because you know, that gets foreshadowed all the time. So and that was the cool thing about the XFL, like uh, Dwayne always talk about player 54. You know, I didn't get that opportunity to be on that NFL roster. So now with me coming in with the XFL, I want those guys. Those are going to be my player 54s. That's mm. going to get a chance to okay. make a shot at the next level. And that's, great. I, that's what's up. Honestly, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I understand it. I understand that that it's going to be, they're going to look at it as like a feeder league. And I was like, I kept saying to myself, why would you put, make a feeder league in big metropolitan cities? And you're playing in the spring. It's not like you're going against the XFL, but that is a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I'm telling you, I can go on a rant about that and I'm trying my best not to. But that is the thing. I'm I'm, going to pull a mo in a minute. (laughs) So, but in, in all honesty, the XFL is needed. It's yeah. meant for these guys. These are the young the young men because there are a lot of young ones. Like if we go, if we go back and look at some of the rosters, and I got a chance to look at some of the men that are going to be participating, you're looking at an age range of 22 to 32. So that's going to be participating in this league. That's a variety of ages. That's a lot of different experience levels for sure. And I'm sure it's going to be uh, a key for a lot of those players to, to get those eyes on them, to, to get some money playing with the sport they, they love and they know how to do. So Absolutely. Arlington, we appreciate you. I don't want to hold up your Las Vegas vacation while you are here. Um, what else have I you do been want... doing while you're here? What else have yeah, you been doing anything? real quick? Right now, uh, I'm, about to go, I'm about to go out and go check out. Uh, I'm Right now, I'm standing... At the Excalibur. And so, you know, check out and I'm going to go check out the strip. So good. And I, I, I hate to even admit this. This is my first time here in Vegas. So what? I'm going to check out. Some, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you better yeah. get you out on that out. strip. You know, the Golden Knights play here tomorrow, so you could go right. catch go a hockey game. Yes, go to a Golden Knights game. Tickets are very expensive I might have now. to go look at that. Yes, go look yes. at the Golden Knights game. Yes. Tickets are very inexpensive now. Even though they're on a win streak, they lost a couple. Well, but, no, they lost know. the last two. Yeah, they lost the last two, but that's they okay. They have a home loss streak right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, like really <laughs> across the street from T-Mobile, so. Yeah, like, yeah, like for real. At least go check out the eateries. Go down to the Ferris wheel at the Link, you know, Get the promenade action. Do all that good yeah. stuff. Uh, Choose a really one business. good buffet to experience <laughs> if you're going to do it. Yeah, I'll give you some yeah. suggestions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but, uh, enjoy yourself. And if tell you can, us, check out Allegiant. Uh, check out Allegiant, too. You know? Yeah. And let us know about the show, the the X-Fan show. Give us the yeah. details on when this is out, when you guys are live, or when the show airs. Sure. Uh, the X-Fan show 
um, it's a show for the XFL fans, and they have a great time with it, especially in all perspective cities. Um, my, myself and my co-host, Dirty, we host it Tuesday and Thursday afternoons uh, at 12 noon in the east, 9 in the in the west. In the west. And uh, okay. we also do a local version with the St. Louis teams on Wednesday nights at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're not doing one tonight, uh, so... We didn't do it tonight, so that was okay because yeah. wrap. And uh, yeah, we got a chance to uh, also meet uh, Coach Anthony Beck, who is uh, over the St. Louis team. So nice. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to this new XFL coming out in 2023. I can't wait. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's well, we'll have to have well, you get on out the there. Starts, yeah, and then have fun out there on that trip. You and the co-host do Vegas things and make it stay here. Don't take it home. Hey, get out there. All right. Already get out know. There. Do it. <laughs> You already yeah. know I'm looking forward to you guys coming on the program so we can get some Vegas stuff from you guys as well, all right? Of course. All we right. got you. We got you. Thanks again, A-Train. Go follow the, uh, the A-Train show. Make sure you go over to the X, uh, the X Fan Show page. Mm -hmm. Like them. Check them yeah. out. We appreciate you as always. Enjoy Vegas. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, baby. That's where we all at. All right. All right. Awesome. Thanks. All right. That's dope, though. XFL. Man, there's so much going on. Because speaking of Vegas sports, I finally made the trek to the Dollar Loan Center this weekend. Yeah, they were playing the Warriors, right? Yeah, they played the Warriors, where now Wiseman has now been bumped down to. Right. Uh, he wasn't there. He hadn't been bumped down yet, which would have right. been interesting had they. They actually got their first win. Ignite got their first win. They had lost, I think, the first three games. So I felt special that maybe they won because we were there. But Here's the deal. And I'm going to be honest because, you know, I, I can't stand Henderson. I don't like driving anywhere um, east of the 15 freeway. But I was under the impression the Dollar Loan Center was out near like Boulder Highway, College Drive, Main Street. I never actually Googled it. And I didn't realize it was right across from Green Valley Ranch, like right across from the district. I had no idea that's where the Dollar Loan Center was. So in actuality, it felt a little better. Like I felt like I could be going there more often to watch games. It's a great, beautiful venue inside. Um, mm -hmm. It's also the home, of course, of the Nighthawks and the Battlehawks. And uh, the parking situation is a little crazy. Yeah, the Silver Knights. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I was impressed. I was impressed by the arena. I was glad to be there. And it was good to see some basketball live, you know, here in Las Vegas. So can't be mad. Can't be mad at that. Uh, like we mentioned, the Golden Knights, they had a nine-game win streak, and they returned home only to lose on Tuesday to the Blues, um, and on Saturday to the Blues, I'm sorry, and then uh, yesterday to the Sharks. We're hoping that stops. They have the Coyotes at T-Mobile tomorrow night at Thursday uh, at 7 o'clock, so hey, mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, oh, Las Vegas ballpark too. So this is another thing. This is in March, big league weekend. Uh, Las Vegas ballpark announced that the um, Oakland Oakland A's or future Vegas A's will be playing the Reds Saturday and Sunday, March fourth through fifth at the Las Vegas ballpark. So, guess there wouldn't be any XFL there that weekend. <laughs> I meant to say but, something real quick before you segued into that yeah. about our nights. Those new jerseys that glow in the dark, they're on sale now. Oh, yeah. Oh, so are they? The yeah, they're on sale now. So the commemorative jerseys just went on sale today. Take a day to ship. Um, good price point. If you go on NHL website, they're offering 65% really? off. Well, they were earlier. They what? had six hours to make a purchase. So 65% off. 
um, if you're first timer on buying. So Four. I'm a first timer. I was a first timer. Really? I was a first timer. So you should have just you added two to the cart. Yeah, I know. I didn't even get a chance to. I add want my that card glow in the dark tried. one. Well, I don't think it's gonna sell out. So this is your opportunity, and everybody out you there represent like your knights. <laughs> yeah, they're represent women, your they're knights. Oh, because they're, they're not women. winning. They're not your team no more. No, no, no. They're winning. <laughs> I, hey, listen. They got a better win column than any of my other teams right now. Yeah, so I'm still true. with them. I'm just saying okay. the jerseys ain't selling out, but I'm just putting it out there that they are available now. So you can go and get one. <laughs> Got to stay on top of that thing. Shout out to my boy B Cow who did his mild flex okay. once he got his jersey shipped to him. Turn the oh. lights off and it glows. It's wow! Did he really? So, I'm gonna. Oh wow! That's yeah, cool. So, I want that glow in the dark one. They're gonna have to start. We all the do. I want one too. Yeah. Christmas gift. I gotta go and check that. I'm gonna have to make a new make a new uh, login just with some other email address I have, just so I can be a first time. Well, it expired, so the 65's done. It was just like when I checked in at like uh, for this afternoon, it was six hours. Jeez. Had six hours left, so. Was done. Dang, Mo. I thought you knew, girl. You be buying jerseys all the time behind my back, and don't be telling me. I don't buy no jersey. There's you wrote. You drove out and got the new commemorative Aces jersey. Did not tell me until you was on the road. Like, oh, I'm going to Foot Locker pick up my jersey. Fashion show. It was a fashion show. Yeah. Oh, what? It wasn't a new commemorative when I went to get Asia one. Yeah, exactly. Were you on the road or not? You had passed my house, right? The fashion show. No, it wasn't fashion. They weren't on sale. Didn't you go on forum? No, I went to Dick's to get it. No, I went to Dick's to get a. I didn't get no New Jersey. I just got that was the one I got last year. I haven't got no New Jersey this year. I thought you got the the new gold, the different, uh, the commemorative ones they have, the other ones, the New Vegas ones with the black and the gold. Yeah, you do. You don't have the new one. No, I don't. Aces, no. You didn't get the new Aces one with the gold. My very first jersey was a Kelsey Plum one, and that was black and gold. But that was like three, four years ago. Was that three, four years ago? I feel like yeah. it was just last season. No, huh? Uh. That was when we were still in the studio, the old Gorilla Cross studio, because I got that picture of us. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. Um, back to some Vegas sports real quick. So, you know, the Rebbing, Running Rebels basketball team, the men, took down the number 21 ranked Dayton. That's good. Uh, yesterday, which was pretty dope. So they're 3-0 on the season this far. We're still in preseason. Um, they were actually down 10 at half and came back and won. So that's dope. Uh, next up, they play on Friday here at UNLV. The Lady Rebels beat Oral Roberts last week. They're 2-0 on the season. They play Utah Valley at 4. <clears throat> Maybe it's Allegiant Stadium that just has the curse because the Rebels also lost on Friday in football against Fresno State. Um, they have lost five straight games since going 4-1 and one to start the season. They've lost five. So I don't know if it's the running Rebels issue. I don't know if it's a Raider issue. I don't know if it's Allegiant Stadium issue. I need you to back up off of my team right now, for real. Oh, here we go. I need you to back off on the stadium, on all of that. Like, for real. Like, I, I the Rebels have been the Rebels. Like, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> so you're going to blame But they started out 4-1. I'm they not did. I'm just and saying. So it it could have been Sam Boyd. Maybe someone needs to come through there and, right like, now. you know. You're sitting there talking about. Stop it. You're talking about the Rebel Rebels football team that has been this mid team for how long? And now you're talking, now you're coming for the stadium. It's the stadium's fault. You know what we got over here. Stop it. 
You guys, she's always like coming for trying to come for my stuff, man. Listen, hey, so here's the deal. I was listening to to, uh, Miss Bondi's podcast earlier. Shout out to Miss Bondi. They had this coach, um, Tyler, on the show. And he had mentioned that, you know, having the great ownership of Mark Davis was something that really has excelled the Aces as a team and make them into a championship. And my thing is, we've all kind of talked, we've heard about now Mark Davis saying that Josh McDaniels is, is the guy. He's doing all right, but your team isn't. So what he do you said he's a fantastic coach uh, when he said that to the Review Journal. Then he rescinded that uh, later on after the loss. Oh, he rescinded that, it? Oh, well, he didn't rescind the- it. He just said oh. it. He just changed his wording and said, hey, listen, this guy has just been here uh, to a new franchise, um, that franchise that we've had a quarterback for like nine seasons on. And, you know, what are we talking about right now? Like he's trying to give him a chance, but I think he's saving face because we don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Who's going, who's, who's not. It's kind of hard to say, let's get rid of our coach this mid season as we go into two road games and don't have a replacement right. for him, especially when we don't have a Richard Versace waiting in the wings and all of that. So you just don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Um, when it comes to Josh uh, McDonald's, because someone it's a clown had talked show about now. Tom Brady doing his se- his finale here in Las Vegas. What do you think about that one? I mean, that would be good. We should have had him in the first place, but Gruden put the quash on that. Oh, man. Kente's asking about this Derek Carr crying. We'll talk about that too. I didn't know if you were going to any other topics because I don't want to. No, let's. Uh, one thing I only I one thing I did have to mention was that um, Asia Wilson was at the Trailblazers game last night. She oh, was nice. at a tour at Nike, got to go see Nike. Um, and I'm sorry, but the Trailblazers still went in and winning with because there's a champion in the house, of course. Because you know, whenever the Aces that's show up the, somewhere, teams win. Yeah. Teams win. Yep. They, yeah, they the do. Raiders need to invite the Aces back to a game because they won that game too. <laughs> Man, I don't know what they need to do, but I know what we don't need to be doing. What's we don't that? need to have our quarterback up on the post-game interviews crying. That's what we don't need happening. Talk about that because, you know, some people said he was starting to cry. You said he f- was crying. You tagged me. And I, I watched thought, it. It he looked like tears. He was crying. Was some... He was no, crying. I, you know. The man was crying. Okay. Was he taking accountability? I mean, the thing of it is, is I understand the frustration um, because as a fan, I get frustrated too. Sure, but we all do. Yeah, I don't know if those tears are really genuine, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, You're not going to tr- say I that about say Christian that, Carr, are you? Say, Come on. I only say that to say I know Ra- Derek Carr. I know Derek Carr. I mean, I know Derek Carr loves the Raiders. I, I know he wants to be a Raider. I know he passionate. definitely passionately thing. cares about the Raiders organization. He will forever be a Raider. You had asked me the question, well, if Derek Carr leaves, how would you treat him? I treat him still like a, a legend. He's a Raider. Mm-hmm. He'll always be a Raider. I say the same thing with Khalil Mack. I say the same thing um, with other players that have lost the uh, lost left us. They're still Raiders to me. I always I, I, they once a Raider, you're always a Raider, in my opinion. You know, there's mm-hmm. no bad blood, you know. Things happen except for um, what's his name that uh, Randy Moss. That's the only one. No, but there is no crying in football. Yes, yeah. Baldy, and we are Raiders. Raiders don't cry. We are the outlaws of the team. We're supposed to be the thuggery, the That's... the whole thing. And my opinion is, if he were to cry during last season when we went through all the adversity of right. losing Henry Rodgers, of losing John Gruden, of losing of just having all these issues. And he passionately broke down about the frustrations of what we go through as an organization and the players and the issues that we have. I probably would have mm-hmm. respected him more for that. Crying for this? <laughs> nah. I'm not buying it. For- I'm not buying it. 
for another and loss. Look, she just, why did you cry the last loss? Why is this not, loss the one why cry this worthy? Loss? Why this loss? Why is this one the most impactful one that hits you so hard? You know, that's the thing. It's like, it's almost like he was auditioning for a film and he was reading his sides outside of the podium and then he decides to come up and like, say, let me do my, action. let me do my lines, action, you know? And he did, he did mention in the press conference that he himself is to blame on certain things. Yeah, you need to throw yourself in there too. And you also need to look at the fact that you are playing very below par than you were last season. And yeah. I feel like the reason he's playing a little bit below par from last season is because there's not a Mariota sitting on the bench threatening your job. I also yeah. think that, you know, Kinta he's got to read the throw field. to D. Adams. Well, <laughs> the, the thing is, is, if he throws to D. Adams, he throws at right times, he throws at wrong times. You throw, a, you yeah. try to throw the ball at Devontae Adams. Or overthrows him. <laughs> well, you try to throw the ball at Devontae Adams with four men on him when Josh Jacobs was clearly open. So where are, you re- where are your reads? Mm-hmm. And then whatever you're calling in your audibles and you're trusting this coach to do the right thing and to call these plays, sometimes you can go a pasture coach and make the right decisions. This man will run the ball and miss the first down. Who does that? He does. So, again, we've had nine seasons with Derek Carr. This, by far, the worst with him. I mean, we've there were times we were 4-13 and 13 with him. Um, there's times we were 8-8 eight and eight with him. There was times last season we were the best season record with him, aside from 2016. Um, but I think it's time. I think it's time to let him go. And I'm, and I'm not saying that Josh McDaniels needs to stay either, but who are we going to have? You know, there's whispers that Sean Payton might be an option. If he wants to come out of retirement, mm. I would welcome that. That would be nice. I like I mean, Payton. And I'm yeah. wondering what happens if Carr leaves. If Carr leaves, does Devontae Adams say he wants to ship off because that's his bestie leaving? I mean, what's the domino effect once this season's over and we trade this guy, you know? And Well, something's going to have to be done because you guys can't keep living like this. Hey, we're Raiders. We celebrate when we lose because yeah. we're like, oh, at least we scored. But we're not even celebrating this type of loss because we're we're so close into winning. Because you're playing a Colts games. team played by Jeff Saturday, who's never coached a professional and give game. And big life. ups to the analysts that probably big ups. are do a better job of coaching than and people did, that shouldn't the, be coaches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Analysts are that what they do. What do they do? They analyze games, right? And maybe there's been, something. Maybe yeah. there's something behind that. Maybe there's something, some truth behind that. Maybe he's maybe you got to find works. one of the old Raiders to come out at a, you know, off the analysis mic and come out there and coach on the field. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it starts with uh, it starts with that coach. It starts with our quarterback, and it starts with our defense too. Our defense is yeah. suffering. I mean, you can't have Chandler Jones out there who's supposed to be this amazing stud with 0.5 sacks and only like what six tackles this season. Like right. It's not enough, you know? It's not. And for all the O-line players that have gone down, you have great replacements. So the replacements on offense is not an issue. And we said going into the season, there should be no excuses. So, again, I'm standing on that. There's no excuse. None whatsoever. And you can't be up there crying. Because then Raiders don't cry like that. Come on. We're Raiders. You can't. Silver Uh, and black. It's crazy. (laughs) We also saw a huge win by the commanders on Monday night football beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't, I don't know who saw that one coming. I think I saw one person on my, all my feeds of social media that said, watch out for the commanders. But I did not think that meant serious. I just thought maybe, you know, they could, well, they snapped the streaks. They did that with uh, Cowboys. Woo, Lord. They snapped yes. streaks. I said, this is not the first time they snapped a streak when the Cowboys were rolling. They snapped them too. So yeah. Yeah. And when you're watching so, that game on Thursday night, you're like, Oh, Okay, they came it to play. It should be interesting, yeah. But we knew uh, Philly's time was coming. 
We just didn't know which coming. team we it was. We know which team. And I mean, yeah. I think we should all be surprised it was the Commanders, but then maybe not. But it's just like, man. Like, I'm more surprised the on first... the Vikings and Bills. I'm not even surprised by the Philadelphia Eagles Yeah, that Vikings-Bills match. We saw a That was game. the best game on Sunday. It really was. Wild yeah. overtime win. I mean, you saw amazing catches from Justin Jefferson. <laughs> catches, Justin Jefferson. Catches that you would never Josh see Allen's turnovers, the I fumble mean, exchange in the end zone. I mean, that was one of. The, I mean, I didn't even watch the whole game. I watched the second half, and I'm just glad I saw the second half because I saw that. that. Was Man, I couldn't even turn to the Raiders game for watching that game because I knew where we were sitting <laughs> with the Raiders game. No one had scored at that point anyway. It was still the first quarter, so I was just like, hey, I'm going to keep watching wild. this overtime game till I tap Man. in onto my team. My team going well, down. See, I, had, I had kind of taken a nap during the 10 o'clock teams because, of course, my team was in Munich at 6.30 in the morning playing against the Bucks, And it, this this could be very true. There's a meme we have here in a second um, for Tom Brady. This is undefeated since divorce. I mean, he's he's too well since the divorce finalized. We've seen a different Tom Brady. They still have their struggles, but they were converting on third downs, which had never happened for their team. Our team could not convert on a third down. It went like one for nine, I believe it is. The Seahawks didn't even show up the first half. They played the second half, and it was too little too late. You know, there was a terrible fumble by Geno Smith that could have been the game that could have been, you know, ended up being a, a, the game winning points that was needed. I mean, there was the there was the trick play by the Bucks that led to Tom Brady slipping and falling and uh, Tariq Woolen grabbing the interception. This is his fifth interception um, of the season as well. So kudos to him. But, you know, I got to take one. You know, it was a tough loss. Of course, Seattle can't win them all. I've been happy just to have them win. I'm happy with the record you guys have. Exactly. I'm happy with it. What was funny, because I got to take more shots still, is, of course, there's fans in Germany that are turning their Russell Wilson jerseys into the two first-round picks. Like, you know, there was the girl I saw at the Seahawks game in Seattle uh, when I was there last that had done a similar thing on hers. There was people in Arizona that did similar things with theirs. And now we've got even the Germans are out there. I feel uh, like you guys would have done probably worse with Russell anyway. So be happy that like he's so. not there. I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad. Well, can we just show this one too? This is Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> For those that are on the audio, it's a huge like 1920s ship. And that ship and that ride is not going very fast or not doing too much. It's just I'm all yeah. Raiders crunchy. Let's ride. Shoot. <laughs> we also saw the Packers take down the Cowboys in overtime. The one time that Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, I'm just happy. And you picked them too. I was Cowboys. like, I'm not going to go with these Cowboys and see what they do. But uh, I did. Aaron showed up. He showed yep. up. He it's Lambo. He showed up. He I think he could cut his hair. Time. I feel like he cut his hair and that might have changed his vibe. I don't see the hair underneath his um his helmet anymore. You know, he had that like Nicolas Cage long hair for a while. And I feel like it, I think he cut it. Well, he was doing sure. the John Wick. So John Wick is over. I guess. I guess. So, yeah. Um, I also wanted to show you because the best thing about Thursday Night Football and it being on Prime is that it's beast mode. And it's I'm in your city. And he's usually got like a some kind of thing he does in the beginning, which is like the in your city. And then there's a second clip towards the end of the game where he has something else within the city that Thursday Night Football is at. Of course, this Thursday is the Titans at the Packers, and uh, here's Beast Mode in your city. I just got to tell you, by the way, 
I pulled up to Lambo. In a in Lambo. Lambo. I heard. <laughs> that <laughs> straight stuck. <laughs> what you color? Hacker green. <laughs> And the fact that Aaron Rodgers actually wore a Seattle Seahawks jersey, of course, it was Marshawn Lynch's, but the fact he actually had the jersey on, I need the story behind that. So before they're playing and having their Thursday night football game, at some point when Marshawn taped this, Aaron Rodgers put on a Seahawks jersey. I might have to take a screenshot of that and just hold on to it. Aaron Rodgers also talked about the turf situation, too, playing on turf. Yeah. He's really, really complaining about how that is an issue, you know. Right. And a lot about how, you know, the Chargers are losing players. Keenan Allen is still out and that kind of thing. And they play on turf. And there's right. a lot of teams that play on the turf and, you know, a what lot. to do and what are they going to do. They're not going to do nothing, you guys. Mm-mm. Turf is going to stay. Speaking of the injuries. The only way they could do that yeah. is if they uh, walk away from a game. I feel like. Or, or just make, make you know, the NFLPA will have to get involved and they're going to have to try and make They don't it care so about the players. Look at their insurance. Look at all that. It's all about the money. If they walk away but from the, one No, game, the NFLPA, the Players Association, the people that, the players that are. No, I know what you're work, talking about. Their Players Association, right. their union. But they, they care. Can, they care, <laughs> but it's not, go. it's falling on deaf ears, Melissa, when wow. it's like money and dollars. You literally are going to have to make a stand and boycott a turf play game because it's all about advertising. They don't care about these players. And I'm saying that for the say, you've extended this league to 17 weeks now. So that's putting on players' bodies. You're having them play in turf. And then you're adding these Thursday games for what? Money. So, again, if you're going to do that. Well, they want to keep them healthy to keep their money, right? The, well, the they do, but they got to boycott. You got to either boycott and walk away and say, hey, we're not going to play yeah. a turf. Get, play hey, on turf. We're not let's play just this not game. put that on. The, I mean, can to you imagine like a boycott for football like there was for baseball back in the day? Like just Yeah, that's gone. what they're going to have to do. I yeah. mean, you're playing on Slim Blade. What kind of grass is it, that turf, that Slim Blade or whatever? That's hurting people right now. And then Aaron That's Rodgers, terrible. literally the first time I agree with Aaron Rodgers, put out a press conference <laughs> since you brought him up about the turf. I said, look, I yeah. agree. And Raiders, we're lucky. We have grass, and we still can't get the turf. <laughs> we still can't, we still can't get, get the going. Jesus. So that's why I'm saying. I don't think that turf or anything's going anywhere, but I just feel like I had to say something about it because that's been the talk, too, about this dog yeah. turf. And, and look at what keep. we're looking at in fantasy leagues. These weeks are way uh, too long, and that's why our players are getting hurt, It's too. not even the weeks. It's just the amount of injuries. Like, okay. The weeks so, are way too uh, long in the days of the week. You're Monday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Like, come on. Oh, it's yeah, of course. Much. It's too much. It's too much and they're taking a, it's taking a toll on top of that having to play on turf too like that's just Man. insane i mean just this and, and sunday was crazy i mean to have kyler murray be be x'd out like an hour before the game me f- f- frantically looking for a quarterback to substitute him he's still out day to day dallas gobert from the eagles tight end he's on ir Kill Herbert, Cooper Cup. That's what Juju Smith Schuster right just went questionable. I mean, I've well, got Cooper Cup's on IR. I've lost my star wide receiver in fantasy football. This man that gets me twenty to thirty right game is gone. Is this in your uh, the girl chat league or the other league? My other league. Oh yeah, see. And then Zach Ertz. I had Zach Ertz in one of my teams. Yeah, Zach Ertz went He's down also too. out for the season. Michael it's Thomas just, is out for me. Not I to mention, I have a lot of Seahawks and Bucks for some reason, and they're both out on bye this week. I know. So my team is literally the bare, the bare bones. <laughs> when I opened that app and saw all that red, I was just like, you know what? Murder, like, death, no, kill. I'm even, done. I can't even I'm do finished. this. 
Then you got to take people off the IR just to get some waiver action going. Otherwise, if they're in IR and they shouldn't be there, you can't even get your waiver wire pick. It's just it's a lot. Commissioners, do me a me. huge favor. Do me a huge favor. Next season, put more than one IR spot. I'm not talking about you. You only got one? I'm talking about, I'm talking about yeah, don't, don't do that to us. You know what it is in this league. They're always getting hurt. I mean, you basketball, me being a great commissioner, players. I got four IL spots for my basketball players. The basketball players are going down like a house of cards, too. But at least uh, I'm considerate and putting them right. in IL spots so people can flex and try to make a attempt to win a week. They don't even okay. do that in football for us. So, commissioners, I beg you, do more than one IR spot. These players are going down. We have nobody out there on the waiver wire that's worth any points for us to substitute. I put nothing but scraps in. You mean to tell me I got Marquise <laughs> Valen Scanlon playing for five five points? I had Cole McCoy as my quarterback. Come on. So for those out there that don't know, the Jags, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Bucks, they all have a bye this week. I'm sure you know if you're in fantasy football because your screen might have been lit up red like ours was. Uh, before, <laughs> hey, I just wanted to um, quickly shout out my Huskies because even though my Seahawks lost, my dogs put in a beat down. They beat the Ducks this week, and the Ducks were number six. <laughs> uh, we UW was twenty five. Okay, and the and this is the dog know, is laughing thing. now on Duck Hunt. The dog yes, the is dog laughing. is loving life at Duck mm-hmm. Hunt. So now the Huskies are number seventeen. So we're still we also kicked the Oregon Ducks out of being able to make it into the, the college football playoffs, which is dope because I'm glad they can't go now. Um, and then of course you still got your usual. Georgia, Bulldogs, Georgia, man. What's going on with Georgia? Georgia They're number one. Down. They just they can't lose. They just they sure can't, can't lose. Jeez. This is like one of the first weeks um, in a few that the top five didn't move. Georgia, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee. Bama went up two spots. They were at 10. Now they're eight. But they almost lost to Ole Miss this weekend. Like, it was mm. a close one. Very close. They should have lost. I can't stand. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um <laughs> And then, and another, you know, just quick uh, Seattle moment. I did want to share um, Julio Rodriguez did win the AL mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year, he and did. it was such a, a dope little thing for thing for him. And I wanted to show what they had posted on, uh, about Julio. Julio Rodriguez, this guy is fun to watch. A young, budding superstar, never gets rattled. You've got to love his personality. Capture the hearts of baseball fans around the world. Face of the franchise already. This is what a superstar looks like. I tell him every day he's the best player in baseball. He's the best player I've ever seen. For sure the best player I've ever played with. That combination of power and speed. All-star center field. Julio! And he is locked in. A huge shot. Third rookie in Major League history. So shout out to Julio Rodriguez. And also shout out to the Mariners because um, even though we're still just barely out of the offseason, they did get a great pickup today. Um, they picked up and traded with Toronto for Mr. Hernandez here, all-star outfielder. We have a couple guys that are possibly not going to be returning for the Mariners next season in the outfield. So picking him up and his batting power is going to be huge as we try to make it a back-to-back making the playoff season with the Mariners. So, yeah. 
All right, Justin Turner fans, if you're a Dodger out there, because I got to talk about my Dodgers real quick. Justin yeah, Turner yeah. is waived from us. He is no longer a Dodger. He's going what? on as free agent. So we do not have Red Turn anymore. He did put a lovely post on his Instagram stating oh. how much he enjoyed being a Dodger, wearing that Dodger blue. Whoever picks him up, he's still a hitter. Um, I don't Lucky. know what our organization is going to do without Red Turn, but I'm was sure that like a um, salary issue thing going on? For no, the he's 38 or... years old. He's a veteran. Oh, okay. I mean, I think okay. we're just trying to cut salary cap so we can get some other players coming in, you know. But okay. I like Justin Turner. I mean, we got to find a better third baseman. Who are we going to get? I mean, this is where it's time for Dodgers offseason to start shopping. But um, Red Turn was one of my favorites. So I'm going to miss him. Okay. Um, we are kind of running out of time or overtime. So I want to get into some sneakers and uh, to our picks. Just a quick uh, NBA recap. Uh, Celtics just won again. So now they're on eight straight heading. You know, they're now eight straight wins, which is pretty good for the Celtics. Phoenix is beating um, Golden State the, right now. The Bucks lost to Cleveland, I think, today. Yeah, and they lost the. So that's like the last four of their five games. So the Bucks are dropping fast. And that's the another Lakers. thing, Jared Allen, the center of the Cleveland of the of yeah. uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, one of my star players. He's on injury. Uh, it just doesn't. End. And they're still winning without him. Yeah. I need Jared Allen and, uh, back though. I need him Darius back Garland for the Cleveland. They he hit the fifty. The fit the first fifty point of the season for this year um, when they lost the Wolves over the weekend, but then the Kings, but then Embed like an hour later hit fifty nine points in his win over Sunday, and so uh, Joel Embed is now the first seventy sixer since um, Allen Iverson to score fifty points. Shout out to my guy Anthony Davis dropping thirty seven the other night on the Lakers. Career high really? so far for the season. Did they win? Yeah, they won. Oh. Well, okay. but we're still, we're still, uh, you know. <laughs> Second from three the last. Three wins in. We're only three wins in. But I'll, well, I'll hey, take guys, it. You'll take I'll take that. it with yeah. him hitting 37 points. Was somebody I mean, out? Like, was someone on like a, on a load management night or something? How? No, I mean, I think LeBron, I think LeBron might have been sitting down or whatever. But 37 points wow. from Anthony Davis, that's huge. I don't never hear hey. those kind of stats. So I had to call that out. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, and real quick, WNBA, WNBA news. Candace Parker's returning for her, to the sky for her 16th season. I know a while ago, Diana Taurasi had announced that she was returning back for her next season. I think it's her 19th. Um, and the WNBA draft lottery, draft lottery took place, I think it was last weekend. The Indiana Fever finally got their first pick. The Indiana Fever have sucked for many years. And I've never got a first pick in the draft. This is their first year. So we'll see what they do with it. Because there's a lot of women in this draft and not enough spaces on teams. I will say that. It should be interesting how this WNBA season goes when it comes to draft time. Real quick, I just uh, saw something yeah. pop up. That Carr and Devontae Adams, not to go back to football, they are applauding Mark Davis for the Josh McDaniels thing, and they're saying that now they can exhale and breathe. I don't know what's going on. It's in a PR move. This smells I don't know what's PI. going on, but why would they sit up there and, and back him? So now that they're backing him, this guy is not going anywhere, okay? So, uh, Raider fans, we're just going to have to get off the Josh McDaniels thing because obviously now you've got two co-signers of Devontae Adams. Or maybe Adams they're just trying to get everybody to come together for the rest of the season and then deal with the Take the it. Take it and let's draft. <laughs> I guess they should have said nothing. <laughs> They're trying to get the fans and every, the community to support that doesn't them. Help us. 
I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. We booed that's that wild. game too, by the that's way. That's wild. But anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, I just to no, that you're good. No, that's. <laughs> hilarious raiders uh big girl power listen i know for you and me we don't care for florida too much and on most of the respects of florida right. but one thing i will give credit to is the florida marlins who not only promoted caroline o'connor here to the president of business operations this past monday but they're the first u.s major sports franchise to have women serving simultaneously that's awesome. as their president and gm um, as you're aware, they had Kim uh, that was hired back in November of 2020 as a general manager. So go Marlins. Listen, I'm going I'm to be a Marlins fan just for these That's two ladies awesome. right here. That's yeah, because everything else in Florida sucks. I mean, they still suck, but that's great that they're giving a, a woman some leadership <laughs> in executive role. I mean, it's something, but I'm still not going. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going, but I'll be I'll support them. I'm not going to be a Marlins fan. You know. They can move uh, from here and come to us. And I'll support. There we go. There you go. Yeah, we need a team. Sneaker drops. Sneaker drops. Okay, this is a couple quick ones. So the Nike Air Max One, the 87s. This is the Ale Brown. These will be released on this. I really like this color. I just, I don't know if I'd get them, but it's it's nice little mocha Ale Brown. You also have the Nike Terminator High, the Georgetowns. These will be on released on November 17th. So for anybody who's feeling very 1980s basketball-ish, um, these are right up your alley. This is the Ramoa times Adidas NMDS ones. These will be out on 11-17. I actually like the colorway here. I love forest green, so not too bad. Not a bad Adidas, I guess. Now, here's something interesting. I don't know how to keep keeping them clean, but the uh, the clot and the Converse Jack Purcell's pandas. So now the panda has crossed over to the Converse market. They're fuzzy. <laughs> They're fuzzy Converse. <laughs> Look like little sheep on your feet. <laughs> Is that like a varsity leather chenille or something on it? I, I guess. I mean, Nike is a Converse is part of Nike anyway, so I'm yes, not surprised. Of I mean, they, they're going to have to do something because the panda thing is getting a little out of hand anyway. So well, they have yeah. to do something. They're getting released. The pandas are getting released again. So I know. The it's, too much. Yeah. It's, it's oversaturation so, at this point, but they had to do something. I just don't see how these, this the is, look. looks like the hardest thing to clean in the world. And it looks like the zippers on the back, too, which is interesting, That's which it, is nice. Zipper. I like it. I like, I like the uh, lows. A high top, yeah. The high top's not bad, but I like the lows too. Yeah. But they I, had to do something with them. It's getting a little yeah, they did. tired. Uh, you got the Nike SB Dunk Low Be True. This is the second of the Be True collection. And the one thing about these ones, they have this like mesh netting on them, which is not something you normally see on a Dunk shoe. So look out for those dropping on the 18th. And. If I could just get the prayer warrior sneaker gods to be in my graces on the 19th. The Air Jordan 1 high OG lost and founds have been pushed back a few times. These are officially being um, released on the 19th of this month. And that's it. Your phone hasn't cut off. No. I feel like... I feel like so I'm thinking it's this cord or so. I don't know what's huh. going on. Maybe All right. So Mel good. or Mo, you won last week's pick. I did. You did. Cause you picked the Vikings. You picked, um, you picked the Niners and you picked the dolphins. 
You did pick the Dolphins. The yeah, Dolphins over the Browns. The they cleaned the Browns. Going, going against whoever was playing the Browns, yeah. Thought I had picked right, the so Browns. No, this week we've got Tennessee Titans at the Packers. Packers are favored by three. I'll roll with Green Bay. It sounds like Aaron got his legs underneath him now. Yeah, I kind of feel like it, like he's got it. You know, you know, we were kind of judgmental of Tom and Aaron the first like s- seven, eight weeks, and now it looks like maybe they're starting to come back. The around, tide's but... turning. Tide is turning. Tide is turning. Yeah. All right, the Bears in Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta has been. Mar- Marcus Mariota. I feel like six. I'm I feel like I'm flexing him this week in fantasy because there's nobody else available. <laughs> I don't know on this game. I'm going uh, with the Titans. You said it's the Titans. No, the Titans? Bears. Oh, Bears the Bears. The Falcons. Listen, yeah. hey, you guys, the Bears could have won that game. They were at home. It was and a very close well. game. Uh, you know, their uh, their their quarterback is starting to look like a quarterback now. So I'm I'm gonna put some faith in him. Well, he's got a running back. He's taking more more he's taking more runs than the running backs for the Bears. He is, but I mean, if that's what you gotta do, his run game is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Justin Fields just be well, but it's that's ridiculous. what quarterbacks are doing now. They're yeah. running the ball. I mean, it's nothing. But 168 yards as a I mean, what is Lamar Jackson doing when he came out the gate that first time? You know what I mean? So 168. That's okay. a lot. So you got to take bears. those risks. So I'm going to pick the Bears. I mean, I'm probably going to make a mistake on this, but I'm going to pick the Bears. I'm going to go with the Falcons only because they are at home. And if I'm taking Mariota as my flex, I need to put all my um, oh, good luck. mojo into that. I right, got Carolina Panthers, who Baker Mayfield is going to be playing this weekend at the Baltimore Ravens. I think we both know we're going with I'm the Ravens going Baltimore on this one. for sure. Yeah. Although spread is thirteen, I don't know. It seems a little steep, but hopefully, because here's the deal: is Mark Andrews back? That's what I need to know. Because he had they they coming off a bye. Mark Andrews was out the week before and the bye. I have Mark Andrews. Patiently waiting on my bench because if he's playing, I'm putting him back in and I got some other moves to make with mm. tight ends. But yeah, mm. interesting. We mm. got the Browns at the Bills. Bills are favored by eight. I'm disappointed. I mean, you can't help but right pick now. the Bills on that. Yeah, you can't. And I don't think after a loss to the Vikings, they're going to let the Browns come through there and try and win at home. All right, yeah, Commander. Watson's not back. We got two more weeks till Watson comes back. So everybody's yeah, gonna 13, right? 13, week, week 13. Week 13, yeah. I already got him All in right. my little lineup ready. You are ready. Uh, the Commanders coming up a hot win at Houston. I'm going to go with the Commanders Boy, on this one. that's a bus game. Most definitely. Jeez. So we're going to do Washington as what? <laughs> that's the only team, the Texans are the only team that's under the Raiders right now. So <laughs> we're not dead last. But they are, so I will definitely take the commanders on this. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's Houston only won one game? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, gosh. All right, we've got the Eagles going into Indiana and the game. Colts. <laughs> got a tie, too. So Jeff Saturday has a real test um, on his shoulders come Sunday with the Philadelphia Eagles coming into town. Will we really see what the Colts have? And not to mention, they put in Matt Ryan in that game. You had a 37-year-old put it in last minute. Last minute. And he ran the football multiple yards. I think I want to say, what was that against the Raiders? Like, what, 40-some yards? 
Matt Ryan did the it. The man was, Matt Ryan was running. <laughs> He's a trying to get his old man was taking his, Our defense couldn't even get him. And he was sluggish on that run. But I digress. I'm going to go with the they Eagles. This is embarrassing. <sighs> yeah, I got to go with the Eagles too. All right, so this one should be a, a pretty good one. The Jets at the Patriots. This oh, that's a good inter- one. Yeah, it's probably going to be a snow day. I don't know, maybe not. But I know there's some snow football games happening in Buff- in uh, Ohio this weekend, and college and. Uh, I mean, that doesn't stop far. the Jets. It's New York, so never yeah, they, they, they um, play in snow. I'm going to go with the Patriots just because of the coaching thing. We've got Belichick okay. against Robert Sala. I know yeah. these kids are balling, and I love the Jets, and I know what they're running on, and they just want to get out there Sauce. and play. But like you're sauce. going up against a veteran coach here who's made some moves that are just kind of really out of this world. So I'm just going to go with the Patriots on this okay. one. I'm going to go Jets just because okay. uh, I, yeah. I want to I've been riding it. with them too. Like, I, I, hey. I'm not going to be mad if they win. I'm not, hey, you know, they got like, a, like you would say, they got the young Tito squad. They right do have the Tito squad, yeah. but they don't have Robert Sala's doing very well with the Titos, but Belichick okay. though, his plays are just. All right. So we've easy. got the struggling Rams heading into New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints just picked Saints up. Saints got to win um, this game. Uh, who they pick? They pick up Johnson. What? Um, David Johnson, the old running back, they picked him up. Um, but yeah, Saints, listen, the Rams. I think that game is what? Minus the Rams might the be Saints? the defending champs and be the bottom of the NFC West here. Like, this is what it's coming down to. I, oh, minus I three know. and a half for the Saints. Minus three and yeah. a half. You got a three and 16 versus a three and 17. This could go either way. Because it's at home, I don't know. I don't is know. Jameis back? No. Ugh. I don't think he is. But so they got Andy Dalton. Kamara so and Andy Dalton is a quarterback. So let me Jay- go with the Rams. I'm just going to flip Hill. that. I'm going to go with the Rams. You got Andy Dalton out there. Enough said. Oh, I'm going to go Dalton with the Rams. Does. Yeah, I got to go with you too. Damn. Oh, I don't want to. Mm. I mean, Saints are like my second team, but I'm not going with my heart this time. I'm just going to have to be realistic. You guys got Andy Dalton out there. I don't know if Jameis Winston. If Jameis Winston, I'd say a whole different thing, but right. Andy. Because Andy definitely fouled up this last Sunday's game big time. Yeah. All right, we got the Lions at the Giants. Spread's only three. So I don't know if there's a weather concern that I don't know about. The Lions. I'm rolling you know, with Danny Dimes. I'm going to try him. I have him on my fantasy league. Hey, listen. I'm going to roll with Danny Dimes. Why did Saquon say that his new nickname for Daniel Jones is Vanilla Vic? <laughs> Not Vanilla Vic. <laughs> Vanilla. I'm rolling with Danny. Vic. He's a new Michael Vick. But I'm rolling with Danny Dives. I'm not gonna call him Vanilla Vick. That's that's a shame. There's only one Michael Vick. We're not about to Vanilla Vick. Is... Vic. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep calling him Danny Dimes. Okay. Okay. So it's hey, Danny. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Lions only because you know I I, I still am a fan of Dan. I love head coach Dan, and I enjoy the. Uh, maybe there's a big uh, seven and two. Okay. Them. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Look what the commanders did. Yeah. I mean, all right. I, mean, I don't know. All right. You got your Raiders going into let's ride country this week. Broncos country. Let's ride. with the high altitude. I feel like Raiders. I just hope Max ball. Crosby dunks on Russell Wilson like at least three or four times. No, Get him like I'm three or four sacks. That, man. Three or four sacks. Just, just a few sacks. Right, just take him down gently. 
Max. Gently. Take him down gently, Max. No flags. No flags, Max. No flags. I don't need no penalties. I'm going to go with my Raiders. I'm going to give him a chance. Of course. I'm rolling with your Maiders, too. And I feel like they can cover uh, the Broncos (laughs) only favored by two and a half. I know that's a crazy. I would, I would, I would push out the Raiders win. It's for a this crazy one. spread right there, but I, you know what? I'm gonna roll with my Raiders. Shout right, out to my cousins that had me playing the um, NFL app last night when I was at my parents' house um, for the Terry Bradshaw Crash Prize, where I had to pick the spreads on each team for the week. Oh. Uh, I hope you guys do not curse me out if I I made bad picks, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just saying that early. All right, uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Vikings. We've already seen what the Vikings have been doing. Dallas coming off of their overtime loss to the That's Packers. a great game. That's but a great this, game. It's really a great game. Dallas it is favored by, really a, is. by one Probably half point. With the Vikings. It's a great at game. At home, too? Come on. Yeah. I, Listen, I, I haven't not. even seen Dak. I haven't even seen Zeke. I mean, I don't even know. Oh, no, I've seen Zeke, and I've seen Dak, but it just hasn't been. Him. Not really. No, they're there. That's their defense. Their defense they're just not, is they're just not making it happen. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yes. I've Vikings been rolling with Minnesota, though. So yeah, you, have. Just yeah Jeff- you have. See, now her phone goes off. <laughs> We're already 20 minutes past the hour and her phone goes off. I'll see if Mo taps in here real quick because we do want to finish our pickums. I appreciate those. We've gone well over an hour today, and I thank you for being here and tuning in. There we go. Hey. Uh oh, I can't hear you. Uh-uh. Oh. oh, there it goes. Hello? No. She'll get back in. Well, the next game, Bengals at Pittsburgh. That's another team. This is another. I don't even know why this game is on. I, this is the one that got flexed, I believe. They flexed this game from the Kansas City Chiefs-Chargers game to Sunday Night Football, which is interesting. I don't know what is going on with Mo. Here we go. Let me see. Hello? No. Touch some. Tap. There we go. Okay, how about now? I'm back. Yep, we're okay. good. All right. So- Boost Mobile. It's the best thing on the planet. <laughs> Way to be an, a cost effective. Uh, the Bengals at the Steelers. This is the game that got flexed from last week. Right, because they didn't deserve prime time. <laughs> yeah, they flexed last week for this weekend. Yeah. So Bengals are favored, but honestly, I think this is going to be a, a crap shoot here. Steelers, uh, you know, they showed up and did a... They won a game. I mean, they beat the Saints. They did. It doesn't say much. Say I mean, it doesn't say they, much. But I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I, I can't count Jamar Chase and all those guys out. I mean, I don't think he's gonna do that much in fantasy points like he did that one week, or Joe Mixon in fantasy points like he did. But it, they just got a better squad. <sighs> I'm really. Um... Uh, it's tough. I'm gonna, with, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh just because I really don't know, but they're at home, so I figure if anything, maybe yeah, Tomlin got one more. Is always, home at them. You know. All right, the Chiefs at the Chargers. Let's hope that the nobody on Kansas City or the Chargers get injured at SoFi this weekend. It's another um, divisional 
Okay. We've got my the Chiefs are favored by five and a half. I I don't Justin Herbert has been not has not played like he did last season. Mm-mm. Granted, he's had some injuries. I'm still waiting for these guys up. to come out. Uh, you know, off the That's IR that have been gone no for like five weeks. I believe it's the Chiefs. I mean, just I'm going with the Chiefs Patty too. Mahomes I got Pat Mahomes on my fantasy league. I'm not about to. <clears throat> I got Justin. All right, now we all saw the um, inspirational thing that we, you know, I showed the video last week of Kyler Murray getting very emotional. It was also on the um, in season hard knocks, Mm -hmm. which is on tonight. So make sure you tune into that. I thought it was last night, and I got really mad, and I went to go watch it today, and it wasn't there because it comes on tonight. So it's on tonight. The in-house hard, uh, in-season with Hard Knocks with the Arizona Cardinals. The uh, the 49ers are at Arizona. Minus eight is the favor for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, and I'm rolling with the Niners, too. I can't. You know I can't. I know you can't. That's your nemesis. Um, my nemesis. But I had to pick the two. two and the because Seattle is on a bye week this weekend, and we're only over the Niners by a half game. So I really need Cardinals to really pull it together this this weekend or this Monday night football. I need Kyler to be healthy. Um, they'd already down Ertz. Maybe. But you know what? They may show up. I mean, defense is one thing, and you know, I would take them to cover, though. I think they could cover. I think mm-hmm. they could because here's the deal: the Niners have all of these weapons, a ridiculous amount of weapons, and they barely beat the Chargers last weekend. I know, Re- barely beat them. But you've got all these weapons: CMC, Debo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's their, it's their quarterback. Kittles. You got you got Garoppolo. How how do you? Let Garoppolo. me just get a couple of those players. That's all I asked. That's all I, I asked. know. All right, you guys. Um, we went way over two hours. Oh, no, we had a good time. Shout we out had to a great Arlington. time. Thank you to Arlington, a train show, zone. That was our OG mm-hmm. in the zone people that we mm-hmm. love them. Um, Palmer and Arlington we need the Cardinals to win. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Well, you got Seahawks Look. fans in the chat, so I get it. Well, yeah, we need that. Shout out to Alicia. Thanks for everybody that tuned in today. Yes. If you just in the tail end of it, watch the replay, or you can shout out Dre. Welcome back. Subscribe your trip. Oh, Thanks yeah, for watching. I was gonna put where they were on blast, but welcome back from your trip. <laughs> Thanks. We don't even um, know who. We don't, no one knows what I'm talking about in here. Thank you. Uh, welcome back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't tell her about no trips, man. Don't tell y'all. I mean, it's not like it's Don't on their social media at. or nothing all day long. Yeah, I'm yeah, jealous. I should have been in Costa Rica. Yeah. That's all good. I know. But they anyway, like rain quite a bit, too. It's still rainy season. It's really not well, summer spring, until December. Right? No, they summer. they only have like a they have a rainy season and a summer. And like that's it. Yeah, Hori was talking about it, it was their spring headed into summer. But the place to be is Australia. It's 70 to 80 degrees out there. I'm looking oh, at all yeah. that down there. I mean, it was I still was warm there. down there. It's just it's oh, yeah, rainy yeah, it's just a rainy season. season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia, have a great week as well. Thank you for tuning yes, in. Yes, Alicia, all right, thank you. Too. We appreciate you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Thanks, Dad, for tuning in as well. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Three. We appreciate yes. you. All right, y'all. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Take care. Sweet.